Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Warsham. With me, as always, is the infuser in my hot water. (laughs) (laughs) We're off and running. (laughs) Don't leave them in there for less than five minutes. Otherwise, you just get watered down cinnamon. You all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the thekevinmiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. Uh, thank you, Justin. I have. I assume, of course, you're referring to soap bombs yeah. that you put in your bathtub, yes. and then they explode into foamy colors. Yes. Have you seen those? No. On Instagrams? No, but because now I... Oh, I hate, see, here's the thing. I hope people don't mind when this happens, because... Uh, I am incredibly interested in experiencing that now. <laughs> that may be my new tea thing. Is that what it, what it, wow, I, that was easy to convert you, right? <laughs> like I, I'm really, it's you funny. haven't even seen them. They're incredible. When you watch it, you're like, wow, that's neat. There are two things that have, that, uh, that you've said to me, I feel, and maybe probably more than that. Probably. I'll let you know. You, you have, you have like a slider perspective where it's like anything in the range of six months yeah. has a weight. And then there are things, but I'll be no, like, Hey, remember 2000, this was longer than six. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. You were using it's okay. That. It's, it's all right. No, it's okay. no it's okay. Uh, I knocked over his phone. Uh, so here's a long time ago. You made me take that Myers Briggs yeah. whatever uh, test, and which then, I invented. By the way, I invented Myers Briggs oh, and the test. I didn't know that. How and people. So, no. Wow. <laughs> all that's not true. Okay. All, but all that aside. But it was like a super. <laughs> it was a super old test because it was like pre-web stuff, right? It was like a a, a DOS like based. It was on a disc. Or it was something. a program you yeah. had to launch. It wasn't yeah. an app. It wasn't even an executable file. It was a program you had to launch. And what I what I found from that was when you read my thing and you would quote it from time to time that I molded reality yeah. to my will. Mm-hmm. Is that am I quoting yep, that right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't happen to remember what your Myers Briggs were, do you? Eight six six four. Oh, that's uh, I think that's Jenny's number. <laughs> Eight six six four Myers Briggs. No, I don't remember. I just remember, I remember that I did a management training thing when we were doing those Nickelodeon shows Mm -hmm. for that company Mm -hmm. and I was very amiable and uh, extroverted or something was the two. These are so great. I have so many, this is my life now. I know so many of these tests and ways of calibrating a person's drive, motivation, integration into team building. I should have you take the whole battery of them just to see where you land. I will absolutely. We could, maybe that could be my Star Wars thing. Is that once a week? I can oh, yeah. Test. Oh, that'd be so great. There's a Myers Brig that connects to Star Wars. Oh. So someone went through. Oh, or you could be like a Chewbacca or you, whatever. I it's think like, I took that. Yeah, the, well, it's, it's Myers Briggs, and then they use the Star Wars characters to help you get an idea of like yeah, who. Yeah, you played that with my kids and everybody one year for like. This is or, this is a real Myers Briggs. That was a, a Facebook thing. No, this not. This is really Myers Briggs. I feel like Facebook has more credibility. That's probably true than Myers or Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> Myers, it's Myers Zuckerberg, <laughs> Zuckerberg and Trump. <laughs> oh wow! Another huge revelation. Uh, juggling Jeremy in the chat room says the Nick Theater from Great America is getting torn down this week. Oh uh, wow! The same place where you and I used to work, Jeremy. 
are they expanding Boomerang Bay, which also, can you explain to me finally why Great America has an Australia land in it? Anybody? Anybody? Maybe they wanted to um, mm-hmm. Go incorporate on. other continents. Yeah, that's it. If it were called Great World, I'd be right there with you. Well, okay, let's. Uh, we got to jump back to the Myers Boomer Briggs Ray, thing. What do you say, Boomerang Bray is not smart. <laughs> Thank you, Juggling Jeremy. Uh, Myers Briggs. What if they? We'll go back to that because here's the thing: is there if you were to pick, yeah. another nation, mm-hmm. right? Oh, you're back there. Who okay. you would want to hang out with more? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you pick any nation. Yeah, I feel like our first go to. Is Australia because because you're from the 80s? All of the fun of the Brits, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but they're lawless, yeah. And they've got rebels. kangaroos and Paul Hogan. Yeah, you can't go That's wrong with that. That's not a knife. This you, is a knife. I think that Australia is like who America wishes they were, like super exotic and really laid back, and like but still strong in the world uh, conversation. But like not cool. <laughs> like uh, no one. I no don't believe cool in Australia. I don't think. No, no, no. I mean, America's not cool. I should I don't, preface this by saying thirty-one percent of our listenership is from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. What I'm saying is that Australia. Like I, I. As That's far as I know, stat, oh, right <laughs> as far as I know, there aren't there aren't uh, riots in in other countries in the Middle East against Australia. Yes. Nobody's nobody's super angry. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we could be their buddies like, yeah. because if you want to hang out with say. that's why you bring Boomerang Bay in because nobody's going to be like uh, steeping tea land. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But they do. That's what um, uh, Bush Gardens is. It's all the European. It's all the super waspy nations. It's right. France, Germany, uh, the other one. See? Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but see, here's the deal. The thing about Great America and why it's so awesome. Here's a short history. It was, it was built by Marriott in uh, 1975 and opened in 1976 for our American uh, centennial. And they opened three simultaneously in Chicago, D.C. and San Francisco area, which is where we were in San Jose. And they were one got shut down and one got sold to Six Flags. And ours has been owned by everybody. I think you owned it for a season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they, each of the lands were based on a an era and a place in American history. So there was there's the Yukon territory which was super cool and had like all these That was super cool. Super cool. <laughs> and all these like um what are those things called uh with the the they shave a tree down and put an eagle's face in the middle of it. Oh, totem. Totem pole. Yeah. Those are sweet. And then you had um hometown area that looked like kind of like Main Street, but we don't call it that. And then uh <laughs> It was just, it was just very like all these. There was like Yankee Harbor, so it looked like a kind of East Coast yeah. Williamsburgy kind of areas. Very fun, very easy things to build. Each yeah. had a very theme to it. And then years later, because people own different stuff, like they added Smurf Village and took it away, and they put in Nickelodeon. That's not a. I get that licensing came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when Paramount owned it, they're like, let's let's put in a water park because those work well inside of theme parks. Uh, we need a license to attach to it, and they own multiple theme parks simultaneously. But the one that's called America, it just just doesn't make sense to include Australia land in it. I'll, I, it, it. It breaks my brain every time I think about it. I know that visually it looks cool, but there could have there was another theme there, especially it was Paramount. You want a little fun fact, please? Seventy percent of Australians may, of Australia's mainland is classified as semi-arid or desert. Interesting. So there's not even water there. Seventy percent to, to the of uh, course stupidity of of course. Because it's a large, giant chunk of... Yeah. Yeah. It's a giant desert. Which if you kind of look at it... I'm going to write a letter. So what is your Myers-Briggs? My Myers... So I was... I mold my reality to my own. And then the latest... The the Oh, I don't remember the score now. But the latest uh, thing that you said was, is that you said you admire my obsessions. That Mm -hmm. like I move on to another thing. 100%. And then I... Yeah. And I commit to it. Like right now it's hot tea. Yeah. I'm way into hot tea. Mm-hmm. Before that, you said it was coffee, but yep. I didn't really like go nuts. But sometimes I just got a high end co- uh, coffee in my mind. You kind of did go nuts because you mm-hmm. order, yeah, yeah, because you went for the, you don't mess around is what I'm trying to say. Like, like if I and, and there are very few things where I'll dabble in this like you do, but but you go like you know um, uh, minnows, dolphins, and whales. Are you familiar with that? Negative. Okay, so in marketing and in, in oh I see yeah no, yeah, yeah I could get there it. are three types of clients that you want. You have the minnows, you yeah. get lots of minnows, but they spend very little. Dolphins, they spend a mid range, and then there are just a couple of whales out there. 
there that yeah. are like, I want it all. I need it all. I need the Tesla full body package. That's me. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> so when you're but like, I don't want, I, but here's the thing. Is it fair to say, here's, here's what my interpretation of it. And yep. then you can, uh, Miller's Briggs me. Okay. Nice. Uh, my interpretation <laughs> of it is that what I like, I feel like I'm taking one trip around this rock, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that I like, it's a, it's and the, I, can, I think it's the star. You're not taking one trick around the rock. It's one trick around the ball of fire. No, I'm saying around on the planet. But it's just one trip. I've got one stint around this on this planet. Oh, oh got it. Not you know an actual mean? cycle. Yo, I, because I'm like, you've lived longer than a year. I YOLO. Got it. Right. So acronyms work so much better. Thank you. Um, T-Y. The military is real. <laughs> They really know what they're doing. Uh, Why? So, so I figure if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna have some tea, yeah, I want to have some nice tea. Like, yeah. I, I that's just how my mind works. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Tell me if I'm wrong with this. Is that I'm not necessarily obsessed with the outward appearance of it. No, never happened. Because I would never want to have a Tesla. Yeah. F- because I thought it made me look cool. Mm-hmm. But I would want a Tesla. To exp- it's for the same reason why one of the one of my favorite gifts that my wife has ever given me, even yeah. beyond my children, mm-hmm. uh, because I took part in that gift. It wasn't really surprising. Yeah, she's welcome. Was I've always had a curiosity about a Mercedes Benz. Oh, and I was like, you know, what's what's all the hype about? And mm-hmm. I, I had this thought. I said, you know, one time if I'm ever like, say, I got a big uh, royalty check for yeah. my comedy albums being played on satellite radio. I was like, when I go to do a stand up gig, I think instead of renting like the economy car. Right. I'm going to get a Mercedes-Benz for that week just to see what the hype is about. And so what she did was she found a website where, like, if you, Kevin, are leasing your Mercedes or you own mm. a Mercedes and are making payments on it, you can uh, put it up like an Airbnb yeah. for your car. It, air, and, car, and car. Right. And then you could just borrow it. And so she borrowed, she did that but and got a Mercedes for our anniversary that we could go to. I forgot toodle, about that. How lovely. Around. It was great. Yeah. Because I was not impressed. I was like, oh, really? great. And I loved that. And I, you did it. You were I like, I love the good. idea that I could check this off my bucket list and mm. go, I don't get it. But the danger of it is, is that if I get in that Mercedes and go, oh, this is nice. That's right. Yes, Now it is. all of a sudden I want a $50,000 car yep. that I can't afford. Because it's a combination of two of your character traits. One, this, this need to go to 10, you're a maximizer. You want 100%. And then two, you're, um, you have uh, immediate gratification. Yeah. So like when you go and look at a, at a Honda uh, Shadow to ride off as a motorcycle, you, in your mind, you're expecting to drive off the lot yeah. with, a, with a motorcycle that day. Uh, and and many only... times I've purchased cars, yeah. and been disappointed with my disinterest in haggling or anything, mm-hmm. and that it still takes me an hour and a half to drive off the lot. <laughs> All I want, I said, All I, I want, want is... that car. I told you I want that car. Give me the car now. I can go. <laughs> Why is sign, it so hard? I was like four pieces of paper, and then I will leave with this car. That's how One of them includes a lot of zeros. I Just will, give me the car. I will get so. Hang- I'm not kidding. You're not. You're not wrong at all. I, I will get so mad. I've been here 90 freaking minutes really? to buy a car, and that drives me up a wall. I, I, I'm impressed because so I'm a whale when it comes to things like Skylanders because Ooh. I'm like I must have them all, uh, and most of that is fueled by the the need to experience all. Like I want to see all of the characters. I also like to have a complete set. There's just something about that just feels complete to own all of them to know that they're all there but then there's like there's like a five percent of it that needs to show that off that i can tell anyone at any time just so you know i own every skylander (laughs) 99.9 of all people could care less about that stat unless they're like 12 years old (laughs) then they're like then they say things like oh you're lucky yeah I go, I, yes, I am. I am lucky. But they're the only ones that are impressed. <laughs> Even other kids are like, oh, neat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have a house payment? <laughs> yeah. 12 is your wheelhouse. <laughs> really popular with them. But I'm like, yeah, but I have Ghost Roaster. So but he's I pretty feel sweet. Like, I feel like for the people listening to the show, if I could get up on a soapbox, I think <laughs> that it's important. <laughs> even Because I do That's think our audience skews slightly younger than you and I, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that even if you're in your early 20s, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey, who's a financial guru, who I highly recommend everybody reading his book, Total Money Makeover, because it really gives you a simple way to set yourself up securely financially. Yeah. Uh, and also a Christian. Also a Christian. And my, my, he says, you live like no one else today so that you can live like no one else tomorrow, right? Yeah. And so there is an element That's of good. when you're young... Don't feel like the world owes you everything, yep. right? Like I Things feel, like uh, act your wage. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My, and my dad has another great phrase that I love that he says, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you spend. Yeah. And that's how he became that's, a billionaire. <laughs> well, well done. I, we had multiple uh, economics, economic overview people mm-hmm. tell us you don't have an income problem you, or you don't have a spending problem. You have an, an income, income problem. problem. I'm like, right. oh, cool. <laughs> Which is that's, good. That's super easy to fix. Yeah, exactly. Like having a spending problem, it requires self-discipline. Right. Having an income problem is like, ah, can I spin this straw into gold? Exactly. Like, yeah. If I dig a hole in my backyard, maybe there's oil there. I've been, I feel like everybody has an income problem when you got two kids under yeah, five. Absolutely. Like once, absolutely. once the little one gets closer to four, mm-hmm. then everything goes... <gasps> Oh, I can breathe again. Yeah, absolutely. And because the, their their taste in, in things actually goes down. They actually cost less money. Wait, no, that's the opposite. I don't know reality. why it works out that way, but you, they want more. Like, yeah. I feel like my kids are more expensive now than when they were babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But maybe it's just the natural things of life. Like, they seem more affordable. So so you, you've loved Dave Ramsey. He's yeah. shaped a lot of your, saved a lot of your life. Um, Like, literally saved. I remember you. Yes. We were looking for, we were young guys. When I interviewed his daughter on my dad podcast, because yeah. she wrote a book about teaching uh, your kids about money, I cried oh, wow. when I talked to her because I was so, that was, I, I, I said. It I was go, on your bucket list. It was not, a, well, sort of, like, if. I swear to God, he is one of the very few people, and I'm not saying that I come, I'm super tough. I cry easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is one of the few people in this world that if I went, if I met face to face, I would uncontrollably want to hug him and say thank you for everything that you have done. That's for cool. Me. And I would probably weep. That's amazing. There's a strong chance I would do that That's because fantastic. it was, it was, it was ginormous. So much of my life, I I owe to just reading his book. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's, I, I feel like. That's a big deal. I, I, yeah. And I'm, I'm not making this make sense. Anyway, your question. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just processing like so much of it comes from uh, biblical ideas yeah. like, and just applying them to our modern civilization. Correct. Like I, I remember it's I was not all of it. Ex- yes. And so how does that resonate with you? That, how does it resonate me that it came from the Bible? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, uh, it, like this, it doesn't bother me. No. Like, should it bother me? Or no, no. You're I'm saying, just curious. Like, are you asking, like, why is it that I don't go, hmm, maybe I should uh, rethink this whole Christianity thing? No, more like, uh, how does that fit into the warehouse of ideas? Like, here, here is the source of this, comes from this. Uh, does that... The way, honestly, I, I don't attribute, I attribute the Bible being his inspiration, mm, but I attribute him, it. and he would probably maybe disagree with, the, with me because of his faith, but I, I feel like... What happened was, is his life, he was, he was worth millions, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was very heavily leveraged. Yeah. He, he had like probably, I think he said like 30 houses or something like that, but all of them were financed. Mm. So he would, uh, I've seen the big short, right? But this was before the big short. So oh, this was back in the eighties. It was when, a little short. Yes. Oh, well, no, it was pretty big too. But anyway, point is, <laughs> and then he lost it all. And really? He was literally living in a station wagon with his kids Interesting. for, I think, three or six months, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe longer. Maybe I'm under, under, it was a long time ago that I read all this. But anyway, and he was just depressed, trying to make ends meet. And he, and because of his faith, he's like, I'm going to go to the Bible and maybe it will have my answer. And mm. of course it did. He found that every reference to debt in the Bible is a negative reference. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was where he started. That's cool. And then from there he goes, okay, debt is bad. So how do I, how do I build a life that's not debt? And then from there he started learning about research uh, that they do like psychological research that banks um, do when it comes to lending. Like they, they much prefer this new system of you buying things with your phone or with a credit card yeah. because psychologically you don't connect it to your money. That's right. Yeah. And so, and if you think about it, people constantly make fun of me because I check my, about my balances and transactions yeah. every day. And, and so if I'm, if I'm abnormal, right, because I check my accounts and stay and, and yeah. transactions every day, then that means the majority of people are swiping or you touch yeah, your phone to thing and moving on mm-hmm. and they have no how, idea how much how, money they have. Yeah, how can you spending. get a complete collection of Skylanders if you're monitoring your exactly, bank account every exactly. day? No, I, I was recently going through the Old Testament doing the entire Bible in a year and uh, it came across this one passage that talked about in the Bible about uh, how much different things should cost. There's like like almost a wage table like this should cost this money drachma or whatever it is. And I remember like almost audibly laughing to them like, <laughs> okay, ancient Bible, I, how in the world, like obviously inflation is a thing. And it was like being struck by a mental lightning bolt in that moment to realize, oh, inflation is not like, that's just my assumption that of course there has to be inflation. And I realized in that moment, oh, that's, 
That's greed. The reason why we have inflation is because I go, oh, yeah, I know this basket cost uh, $2 yesterday, but now I want $2.50. So And so that just ripples out from there. Like, oh, the basket maker wants more for that, so I need to raise the pace of my eggs. And you know what? I want $3 for my egg because I want a little more skim off the top. And it just sort of snowballs from there, from there, from there. And so it's funny because... You know, we don't we look at the Bible for a certain kind of wisdom, but then to realize, no, it has these like deeper right. wisdoms to it well, about I economics. Curious, I would be curious to see because I, about I would be willing to put money, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way of putting it, on <laughs> drachmas on the percentages of like, of what it's referencing. So ah, if it yeah, says yeah, yeah. you should spend this much money, mm-hmm. right? I bet that you could equate that that would that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like what a big thing that Dave Ramsey says is you should not be paying more than uh, a third of your income for your housing. Yeah. So for your rent or if you're buying a house, if you, if you have to pay 36% of your monthly income for your house, you're living in a house you can't afford mm. and you got to fix that. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so well, there's a whole uh, 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 parable that Jesus talks about, about being the shrewd manager. Like we don't, mm-hmm. and that's a biblical concept to be shrewd. You don't think of that as like something Jesus speaking of Easter as yeah. it being last year. Like that's something that he valued to go out and be smart, be smart with your money. And it's it. The, the one thing, the only downside, which he never mentioned. And I looked through the book hoping that, cause my uncle used to always, my dad has always been good with money mm-hmm. and, Here's the thing. My dad has always been good at making money. He's uh, not always been good with it. Well, he has that printing press downstairs, like in Goonies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> burner, burner. Isn't that how everybody... Burner, burner. That's how we do inflation. <laughs> a flooded <laughs> currency market. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, no, he's always been good at making money out of everybody in the family. But, and everybody always said, oh, money was obsessed with it. And, and I think my dad's a little bit more obsessed with work. I think that, you know, he, he's always had this philosophy, like, you work first, then you get to play. Mm. And you, you mm-hmm. have to... He's never been big on vacations. He's never been big on uh, it's a Saturday. I don't work or whatever. Yeah. He's uh, and I my uncle used to always my my dad would try and help his little brother. Mm. My uncle would always quote this passage from the Bible saying that it's harder to put a camel through the head of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. That's right. And my and so my dad would just kind of rip out his lack of hair because he would be like, I can't get through to he because he sees that the idea of creating a stability, a comfort yeah, for yeah, yourself, yeah. he sees it as greed. He mm. sees it as, and my dad was constantly trying to explain to him that no, if you no, if you learn to take care of your money, yeah. and learn ways of making money, yeah. you actually can do more to help other people. Absolutely, You're, yeah, yeah, and yeah, beyond yeah. just financially. That's right. It, because it's it's no different than a yeah, developing, Bill Gates, right? Yeah. You it's you do, a developing civilization once it learns how to uh, get t- uh, food and water and shelter taken care of, then arts come yeah, out of it. That's then right. there's a different enjoyment that's, that that's comes the from the pyramid life. of basic needs, right. starting with physiological and then moving up from there. Correct. And so, mm. and that, but he could never get my dad to understand that, that mm. if you just, if you just put that aside for a little bit and get, go to work, get some money in the bank and then make everything. Your dad never comprehended that. No, he couldn't get my uncle to do. That. Oh, your dad couldn't get your yeah, uncle. My uncle's, my uncle's obsessed yeah. with being broke. Like he's just. That's just well, we're all called to a different thing, right? <laughs> yeah. well, that's Math is hard. <laughs> uh, I have totally uh, hijacked this entire segment. This is, no, this has been great. So, uh, so that's Easter E, and what I wanted to talk about when we come back from the break is Easter eggs, oh. because uh, Ready Player One came yes. out, and so that'll be our theme for Stump. And then I wanted to talk about some Easter eggs as well. So when we come back let's play stump and talk easter eggs sounds good some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing renault don't do ors we do ands the renault kajar with 1.91 percent apr and 1000 euro cashback and three years servicing saving you thousands renault the brand with the ands visit your local renault dealer Finance is made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. I think, yeah. That was it. That was, I think that, we did that it. was your Myers-Briggs. 
I've just learned so much about you. <laughs> How many? Isn't there four? There's, there's 16. S- there's four combinations of a, of a A and a B, essentially. So there are 16 possible Myers-Briggs that there can be. Oh. So it's it's like... You're Why either, do I remember being digits then? So it it's is. letters. It's letters. It's a, you're either an I or an E, an introvert or an extrovert. Uh, and there's four I was of an extrovert. Those. Yeah. I'm, so based on it, but then there was a number to depend on how. No, much no, no. I was, I was there are sixteen possible combinations. Four squares. Uh huh. Give me the combination. What are the? So it's there's e and I, an extrovert. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Perceiving and judging. Um, EP. And then, but I'm not doing the right order. I and, and then there's intuition versus. We should Google this. All right. It it'll come to me. All uh, I gotta do is Google. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Being called on the spot because the other the other uh, test is Strengths Finders. Did you do that one? Mm, oh, you gave me that book. I haven't read that. That book one's yet. pretty good. There's a test in there. That's pretty sweet. All right, no, that'll blow your book. damn mind. Whoa, <laughs> he'll be like, what? Like what? And Myers Briggs, it, it, it's limit. It's very binary. You can either have four or five because there's assertive and tentative. So there is uh, extroversion or introversion. Introversion. Your, your knee. Yeah. Uh, sensing or intuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking or feeling. Yep. And judging or perceiving. That's right. Oh, why did I think amiable was one of them? They combine things to be amiable. You should take this test later. All right. Let's take another test right now. What's that test? Stop! Oh, Grab All somebody right. from the Discord, throw we them in the room. AJ, Cribson A, uh, Demon King Zane, J- Juggling Jeremy, Matt View, Ryan Bow, and Scape Mage. Uh, all right, Scape Mage made you laugh. So say. there we go. Welcome to the show, Scape Mage. Are the newest people always on the bottom? Is that how it works? I don't know how it works. I felt like that was in alphabetical order. Oh, but maybe. I'm probably yeah, yeah. wrong. Math is hard. Uh, Scape Mage, are you talking to us? Why? Are, oh, I have to go in there too. Hi, Scape Mage. Sorry. What's up, Scape Mage? Hi. Hi. How do I turn the the live off so I can't hear you twice? You're asking the wrong people. Skate Mage, have uh, you... Where do you live? Give me one second. I'll come over and I'll do it real quick. <laughs> Might be next door. Do you live next door? Creepy. Like an Arizona next door? Oh, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay, good. Yay! Skate Mage, right. uh, are you a new Wait, listener? Hold on. I got to come back now. I okay. left to go help him. <laughs> I'm not a new listener, but I'm a new live listener. New I'm live listener. listener. All right. Yeah, second funniest a long time ago. And I thought you stopped, but apparently you didn't. So We did. We, we did. We did stop, and then we started up again. This is a new show. See, uh, I'll get you caught up real quick, Skate Mage, is that what what had happened was doodle, 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 is that doodle. I uh, got a job in radio, wow, and uh, also I was on the road a lot, and then all the only time Kevin and I really ever hey, got buddy. to hang out was when we were doing this show. So tired. And I also had another podcast. Blah, 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 blah. And so... <laughs> Uh, so then we stopped doing this podcast. You know what? I'm over it. And then I left the morning show and I was like, I'm going to try and be a full-time podcaster. And I said, Kevin, do you want to go hey, Kevin, do the show do again? Do you want to do this show again? And Kevin said, yep. And then that's how we're here. <laughs> the end. I hope that helped. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to that being animated on YouTube. Right? <laughs> I should have should have included the Murray. Wrong. I just made you an internet celebrity, Skate Mage. Congratulations. <laughs> what I've always wanted. I, what an, hold on. What animal do you want somebody to animate you as for the ever ever once in a while when you just went, uh-huh? <laughs> I feel like a kangaroo. Okay, perfect. Oh, that seems right. good. That's I like Skate Mage. All right. Uh, so if you're a newer listener, you, don't, you may not know that we now do a game show called Stump in which I ask impossibly hard questions that only I know the answers to. Uh, and I think it's super fun for me. Uh, and so have you seen the movie Ready Player One? No, I'm not. Okay. Suck so it, Tyler, because you are so bad. His, his name is Skate Mage. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> um, so uh, in that film, if you're not familiar, it's all about finding an Easter egg that allows them to control all of the virtual have reality. Have you read the book? No, I have not read the book. Oh, good follow-up question. We did. Oh, he's gone. So I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about Easter eggs in our edition of Stump today. Here's how we're going to play this. Skate Mage, you have the choice to either answer the question for more points or have Uh-oh. Justin answer the question for less points. Ooh. So there are going to be three questions. They're all multiple choice. Skate Mage. Kevin's the, learning that I'm not good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I always want to do it exactly the same. Always different. So that's the that's the rule. Oh, this is gonna be great. So Skate Mage, do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna answer the first Easter egg questions about the history of Easter eggs? 
Easter was just yesterday, so I feel like it's fresh in my mind. All right. I like it. I don't think he understands what we're doing here. I love it even more. All right. What game is considered... somebody worse at this than me. That increases the entertainment value. See, the the less you know, the funnier it is. What game is considered to have the first Easter egg? Skate Mage, is it A, E.T., B, River Raid, C, Adventure, or D, Bible Basic, Bible Games for Personal Computers. Which game had the first Easter egg? Skate Mage. Uh, I would have known the answer to this. Bible, Easter is sort of a biblical holiday. Still makes sense. <laughs> okay, sorry, no points, no points for Skate Mage. Thank Skate you for Mage, falling for my troll. I bit. don't. I, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I've been screwing this game up for months now, and you found a way to take it to an all new low that you don't even understand. He's trying. That was a legitimate get, answer. Skate Mage, get out from underneath the rock you are living and open a book. Or watch a movie. For the cave he was in. It's number, it's, I don't know this is true, but I'm pretty sure that it's number one this weekend. Uh, the How movie? Does, yeah, 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 yeah. Ready Player One is number one, and it's about video games, Skate Mage. Yep. So, but the Neanderthal convention isn't until next week. <laughs> uh, Justin, what is the answer, A, B, or C? Did he just make fun of me and I don't know Oh, how? yeah, yeah, he did well. A, B, or C? The answer? Yeah, what is your it's answer? Adventure. Adventure C. That's correct. You get one yeah. point. <laughs> It must hurt so good, Skate Mage. Can you tell I us? I think you what's Googled a mage it. again? A wizard. What is the? What was the first Easter egg? Are you? What was it? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, from you, the. Yeah, tell, I watched you just the saw film. the movie. Yeah. So tell I've it. never done it. So oh, you go into so the idea was is that this was also, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, first game that was. The uh, the creator changed their name or something like didn't no, have it on there. They didn't want so they uh, so at the time the there were no credits in games because people were concerned like Atari was concerned that if they included credits that people would snipe their talent from their studio. Ah. So they're like, no, you can't put your names in the games because we don't want to lose you. So this guy uh, like put a little room. That you would go into, and then you would somehow. St- this is, by the way, this is when it's just a block. Yeah, like that's you were a square moving and, around, and, and people you would had nothing pick up but time. A smaller square yep. that you would just randomly see in a vacant rectangle of black, surrounded by a larger outline of yellow or something. Yep. And then you would take that back to the opening screen, and when you did that, it would say "created by," and it would give you the name of the creator. That's right. So, Skate Mage, question number two is going to be in a galaxy far, far away. Do you want to answer this question or have just an answer for half the points? I mean, based on the stupidity you've demonstrated so far, Skate Mage. <laughs> so much love. Ow. I'm just saying. You know, I'm trying to help you. I don't know why you're acting like I'm hurting you. I'll answer it. I'll answer it. You're going to answer it. All right. Oh, my just God. Don't let him. Moron. Don't let him abuse you. All right. Uh, How stupid are you? Star Wars Force Unleashed. You got to play as Star Killer. Do you remember Star Wars Force Unleashed? I did play that game. All right. Oh, boy. What was oh, the Easter boy. egg? Which of these following four things was an actual Easter egg in Star Wars Force Unleashed? A, Jar Jar Binks Frozen in Carbonite. Oh, no. B, Teen Han Solo Shooting First. Oh, no. C, a pod racer schematic on Darth Vader's computer. Or D, BB-88. No, BB-8. And Google. All right. Well, BB-8 is too new. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I played Force on uh, Force Unleashed, but I didn't finish it. So, mm. <laughs> problem. There it is. I forgot the music. I was wondering what you were doing. <laughs> The Jar Jar Binks and Carbonite wouldn't be thematic, so I have to go with the Pod Racer schematic. This pod Racer schematic is incorrect. Oh, no come points. on! Justin, chance to get a second point. All right, give me the options one more time. Uh, what? <laughs> you were too busy playing drops. What was the Easter egg in Star Wars Force Unleashed? Jar Jar Binks frozen in Carbonite? Teen Han Solo shooting first? He just guessed a Pod Racer schematic yeah, on Darth Vader's that. guess. Everybody knows it's not that. Or uh, BB-8. Uh, it is uh, Jar Jar Binks frozen in carbonite. You are correct. Oh come oh, on! Right. Oh, 
come on, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years putting suckers in fears. Beat right down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Skate you, Mage, Skate Mage getting pwned. That was my fourth guess. <laughs> Skate Mage, I, I love having you on the show. All right. <laughs> Last question. It's worth three points. You have to answer it. I Skate love Mage. having him on the show, too. I'm just disappointed Great. in him. <laughs> this is right in Justin's wheelhouse, so you want to get it right so he doesn't steal it from you. Uh, this right. is the Assassin's Creed series, oh, the Assassin's Creed, which is littered with Easter eggs. They have they have oodles of them. Yeah. All right. So which of these is not an Easter egg in the Assassin's Creed series? Is he going to answer? He chose He's, to answer. He again? has to in order to win. Oh, to I make see. It, to make it at all. I was uh, promised a choice. Nope. You okay? Do you no. want to lose and let Justin go, or do you? Oh no, no. no. Okay, like, there you go. I feel like the writing's on his uh, wizard robe. Yeah, that's right. All right. Which of these is not in the Assassin's Creed series? A. Optimus Prime. B. A farting assassin. C. Rayman. D. Assassin Turkey. <laughs> that was that was not live. All right, for all the marbles, those are, that's not Which it. Which one is not? An Which Easter one is egg? not an Easter egg in the Assassin's Creed series? I gotta go with the turkey. The I turkey, the assassin turkey. Sorry, you are incorrect. Justin yeah. already knew that. Yeah. Yeah, no, there is an assassin turkey. You can meet a turkey. You can do the up, up, down, down, left, right, A, B, A, B, start, feed it, and it will become clothed as an assassin. It doesn't kill, but it's definitely an assassin turkey. I'm sorry. Justin, to secure your win, yeah. uh, <laughs> you're playing the farting sounds. Yeah. Uh, which of the, the three remaining ones? What are the options again? Optimus Prime. Yeah. Farting Assassin. Mm-hmm. Rayman. Which of those is not an Easter egg? Uh, I feel like Rayman is there as a red herring because I feel like that's the most ob- obvious choice. I honestly do not know the answer to this, which is shocking because I still know more than uh, Skate Moron over here. Skate Mage. Uh, what is it again? <laughs> Skate Mage. Pretty much that's what yeah, I said. Okay. Um, it smells like farting here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think uh, now I'm playing this as a yeah. joke. Yeah. And I wanted, I, my first guess would have been Optimus Prime. Yeah. But I feel like there's some way that that can be worked in, not during, obviously, when you're in the Animus, mm-hmm. but outside of the Animus in some way, yeah. shape, or form. So I'm going to go with uh, Farting Assassin. Farting Assassin is incorrect. Oh, <laughs> it was Optimus Prime, wasn't it? Also incorrect. Oh, it was Rayman, <laughs> it wasn't was it? Rayman. Oh, it's out of a- <laughs> <laughs> there is an Optimus Prime in a city that you run through in one of the games. If you look up uh, Assassin's Creed YouTube of uh, Easter eggs, it's the first one. You run through a city, climb up on a wall, and there is very clearly the the front of a of a 18-wheeler truck that looks exactly like Oh, Optimus it's not him as a robot? No, but it's when you see it, you're like, that's, that's, cool. that's Optimus Prime. Uh, and then there is a scene in Unity, in Assassin's Creed Unity, where you go around and you meet a guy that is... He's just doing a regular looping animatic where he just randomly shuffles in a seat. And I assume that you see this uh, animation throughout the game. But whenever this guy readjusts in his seat, he makes a farting noise, just like the one you played just a moment ago. But and you have to do, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. You just have to stand near him and he oh, will I fart. Think I saw that guy there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he'll just fart. Wait a minute, though. Yeah. What constitutes an Easter egg? Because someone farted. Thanks for playing, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good question. An Easter egg is anything that is like findable, something that is a treat within the game that wouldn't be part of it. Rayman, oddly enough, not in any, as far as I can tell, and someone can correct me, but I could not find any evidence of Rayman appearing in any Assassin's Creed games. However, uh, Rayman does get to dress up as the Assassin's Creed in his games. It's a downloadable skin. So thanks for playing skate mage glad to have you on the show you want to you want to say okay bye okay boy okay bye Uh, but I wanted to share uh, two Easter eggs that I have enjoyed very much in my life and I'd love to hear any Easter eggs that you have Uh you can turn off the trivia music as we're oh you just want it in the background I thought it was how did you do that I don't want to talk I still hear it the trivia music. <laughs> it's here in my mind. No, the first time I ever Honestly, heard about it was still playing, but when you said it? turn off the trivia music, it stopped playing. Ah, uh, turn on the trivia music. No, it didn't work. <laughs> but it was playing. I believe you. 
Oh, I just, oh I it's because I accidentally it. muted the uh, computer. Oh, there it goes. When I was trying to mute escape uh, idiot. All of the above. So um, the first Easter egg I Stupid ever found. Moron, is that what his name was? Yep. It was in, the, uh, was in Warcraft 3. Uh, you're familiar with the Warcraft series? Mm-hmm. So not yeah. World of Warcraft, but the actual real-time strategy game Warcraft 3, um, which is just like StarCraft. Uh, but this was after StarCraft 1 had come out, long before StarCraft 2 had come out. And there was a particular level where if you went up into a little series of bushes and went over to the side and then hacked up these bushes, a hydralisk, an alien from StarCraft, would join your party and help you in this campaign mission. And it, they built the rig just for this. Like it was an, and if you played with the, Star, or the, World, or the Warcraft 3 editor and made your own levels, he would be one of the selectable options. But not knowing that and just discovering this random deep thing in a forest and then having this alien join your party was like mind blowing to me. And that was my first introduction to legitimate Easter egg hunting in video games. I don't, uh, I can't remember a single like one that leapt out at me really because I was never, I was, I'm a guy who's wandering around Mm -hmm. if I'm playing a game and I see, uh, like a cove, I'll go in there and try and get stuff. Sure. That's different though. That's like a secret collect or something, but not a like, like I've never, I don't think I've, I can remember unlocking an Easter egg. Um, the only thing I can remember doing was, if I remember correctly, there was a way to, once. oh, you saw this alternate ending at the end of Arkham Asylum. That's the first thing that came to my mm. mind, is that if you did everything, yeah. you got to do that. But I don't think that's an Easter egg. Not I don't quite. think I have an so, Easter egg story. There was a, there was a, I lo- in researching this, I found an Easter egg that was so buried in the Arkham Asylum game that the developers, developers reportedly had to leak it because no one had found it. What was it? <laughs> but they, so they had a room in one of the mansions where if you blew up this wall, which you wouldn't really know to blow up this particular wall, you could go in and then see... A, a, a blueprint that would also just look like a regular decal, but if you look closely, it was Arkham Asylum being expanded into a city. So they had uh, they had a little Easter egg previewing the next game in there that no one had bothered to find. Oh, then I'm thinking of Arkham City. Then as I'm thinking at the end, what happened? Oh, and then there was a second ending. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, Arkham yeah. City. If you finished everything, where he yeah. he's the Croc, right? You, yeah. <laughs> Killer Croc. Is that all right to spoil that? Oh yeah, it's like uh, ten where, years old. <laughs> but I do have a fun Easter story uh, from when I was a kid that mm. hopefully will make up for my lack of Easter egg experience. Is that there was one time my cousin spent the night at my house and uh, we got up Easter morning and we we're like. Where's the Easter Bunny came? Where's the eggs? Blah blah blah. And my my dad was like, "What do you mean?" He go the Easter Bunny came. Where's our baskets? We're supposed to yeah. go find the egg. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, uh, here." He told me to give you these, and he gave us two Home Depot buckets yes. and turned us loose in the backyard. There was nothing. There was nothing. There was That's nothing amazing. There, and he probably laughed his ass off <laughs> for a good twenty minutes. My wife said the same thing today. Let's go out there and hide him and not hide anything. And then to see what happens. It's like, they're a little young for yeah. that. And then it turns out they spent 10 minutes not finding them anyway. So it was like, you got your wish. That's a great video if you want to uh, Google is uh, watching kids not find Easter eggs. Yes. Because they have tons of them that are like right next to their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're and like, then we got to watch that too. It was uh, so good. good the, um, so the other Easter egg that I wanted to share with you. Oh, was it in, did you remember this one from Excel? <laughs> from the Microsoft program, the 1997 version no. of Excel. They, I heard about it years ago and thought it was an urban legend and then decided to uh, to check that it was real. And it's on YouTube and such. Uh, but there was a particular... Uh, so if you open up at a new worksheet in, in Excel, again, we're talking about the like Spreadsheet app location that came with old Windows machines. And you went to a certain grid, certain square within the grid, and you typed in this innocuous uh, formula, this plus this, or this is this, and then and then click two specific buttons right after that. One was a copy to clipboard or something. The screen would transform into a space generator <laughs> and would become a 3D modeling of like a, a Martian landscape. And you could fly around in space and it, like um, uh, Horizon, Flights, yeah, oh, I see. like a flight simulator, a yeah. space flight simulator. And in there was a tablet scrolling the credits of all the designers. That's funny. <laughs> and they said that it was, you know, it was late 90s. It was when 3D modeling images or engines were brand new. So they embedded one in the code, made it all secrety and kind of fun and exciting. And uh, it was a bunch of guys that loved working on stuff together. And it's a legitimate Easter egg 
inside Excel. All nerds, I feel like, are super cool. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like they, they, there's a desire to be America or be Australia inside of their of Canadian niche. Good point. Good point, Bio. <laughs> uh, let's take another break, come back and do a little Tales from Tyria. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I made myself laugh. And now, it is time for Tales from the Super Adventure Box! Interior. <laughs> yeah, let this roll. Oh, yeah. This is my jam now. So... It is April Fools uh, on Easter, and I the combination of these two never really clicked for me. That like the idea of video games having Easter eggs, and also video games having like a quirky sense of humor of April Fools. I feel like this year there were less April Foolsy things on the internet, maybe because yeah. it fell on Easter. Um, but uh, well, Guild, that's a good point, right? I think it just sort of over overlapped it. Plus, we're also kind of over the proposal videos on Facebook. Like we we've saw we've seen that now. But in Guild Wars, it's the uh, uh, reopening of the Super Adventure Box, and this is a game within the game, and it's a springtime festival. There was originally a um, an Easter egg April Fool's thing that happened back in 2013. And now every year, Moto, the local scientist, reopens the Super Adventure Box. And you can go in and essentially learn how to be a good adventurer, uh, which is great because you take your very beautiful high-res uh, uh, created character and drop them into this 16-bit virtual reality. Does so, it adapt the skin? No, your skin is the same. So you look the same, but everything around you... Uh has transformed into a SNES version of an open MMORPG. Uh, there are, you know, blocky clouds. There's a blocky sun. There are blocky puppety things. There's no shadows, nothing uh, except for like very clear, like straight angled shadows. There are blocky monkeys that you have to fight. You get a new sword and a new weapon and a whole new system uh, to explore. And it's and it's literally within the game, a game. So this this inventor has invented a game and he wants to train you on how to survive in the world by playing in his virtual 16 bit universe. And it's this beautiful homage to SNES games back in the day. So in preparation of this um, segment here, I went and listened to all of the music on uh, on YouTube. And I came across this track, which I've asked Justin to grab for us. And uh, this YouTube uh, talked about all the different authors and, and their inspirations for building the, the soundtrack. And they said, like, this one had this Metroid vibe to it and... And then I was hooked, and I was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to go in and play." Now this festival comes on every year, and it's been doing it for years. And I've always been like, "Oh, the cute eight bit, sixteen bit uh, thing." But for some reason, this track in particular got me the uh, the nostalgia bug. Which you know me, I'm not a huge nostalgia guy. This is while you're playing it. Was this is the theme song that's playing in the game. Like this is the level that you're. And this is the so. But I'm I'm curious. Was it the song that drew you into more into the game, and or you just while you're playing it because you would play it every year? No, no, no. This song, listening to this on YouTube, made me. Like, and okay, then, now I got to go. Do and that. then reading the intentionality behind the faithful re homages to games of that era. Like there's one that they that there it's like a toad level, and this guy the the composer's like I didn't really know what to do with a toad version, and then it hit me battle toads so he made like the and he's like and then he was educating me which i always love that battle toads is one of the few snes games that was actually made in america and not overseas so the music was a lot more american influence had a lot more rock and roll in it and he used that to interweave and that just always gets me going of like oh there are like artists doing this thing i need to jump in and so now i'm just it's it's a lot of fun to go the festival goes on for the next couple weeks and you can correct all these baubles. They're little like in-world coins, essentially. You can exchange them for real-world items that are in the world within a real world. Yes. So you that understand? Me, yeah. They're not going to mail me anything. No. But they'll mail my character something. <laughs> and so 
I'm collecting up to have a digital backpack that looks like a little floaty thing. I'm going to get a digital boom box that will play these soundtracks at any point so I can be playing the game and then drop a boom box and start listening to these 16-bit resolutions. And is the boom box also 16-bit? Yeah. You, uh-huh. And the yeah. backpack is yeah. too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a little pet miniatures. There's a little like a 16-bit spider that you can get to follow you around and things. And so I'm going to save up. And it's a lot of fun to do. You can do them in party raids of five or you can do the really low-level mission or you can do the lowest setting and kind of muscle through by yourself which i've been doing to practice but uh it's it's bright and colorful and and it's been a, a wonderful spring break in the world of Tyria. um that is fun i like see that's the thing you're getting better at this <laughs> i gotta admit i gotta admit. and it goes away that's the thing like people are crazy for the super adventure box they love it and because it's like christmas and that it just comes this these three weeks and then it'll be gone and the thing is the box that you go into this kind of gamecube looking box it sits in this one world you can see it all year round and moto is there and he's like sorry i'm working on it i might have it up later this year and they've got two worlds and they have four total but they he hasn't finished building them all yet so eventually there will be more to do within the super adventure box uh that made me real think of uh, i've been playing a lot i got to play a lot of assassin's creed oh, Origins good. recently did you see the turkey no I optimus prime no rayman no <laughs> the farting guy Yes. Yes. <laughs> they uh, they have this cool element that's never been in an Assassin's Creed game, or at least I never noticed, mm. is that which I think is closer to what is a, a what happens in an MMO MMORPG is that they have events. Yeah. So all yeah, of a yeah, sudden, yeah. You'll be, like I saw these things. I've I've just now I've been I, I'm at level twenty five. Congrats. On my character, right? What about in real life? Uh, real life, ooh, as a person, yeah. I'm gonna. I would call myself as level 39. That that seems accurate. Yeah, right? yeah. I yeah. Feel like I my XP uh, gains as my years. Yeah, I'm at level 40. I have utility skills and elite skills available now, so mm. pretty great. I don't. I don't think I have any skills. <laughs> you can Google. You can you can work that Dropbox really well. Yeah, but it's not really a skill. Like if I was really to put myself into a video game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. Let's you would this. be you would be the the tech guru guy like you would be mm. the knowledge guy like that would some be your of it thing. more like useless trivia but go on this is very kind of you no it's not useless mm. especially in a video game world I suppose like think about it if you in the in I was thinking about this a lot while I was watching the movie and then after is that if uh, you would be Parsifal in my yeah. mind no like, because you'd be kind. the person who would like. Know I, all this stuff. I just can't. But he is he is a gifted. I mean, in the books, especially he is beyond gifted. He was born to do what he does in the games. I, I don't have the patience for the grindiness and the memorization that he's got. Yeah. In the book. And by the way, honestly, and I, no. I, I, I'm not saying this because they made a movie out of it. I feel like if you enjoy this podcast yeah. and have not read that book, you're doing yourself a disservice. It yeah. really is a highly you can enrich your yeah. bu- uh, book. Like, yeah. I, I, I yeah. I, I constantly think about that book, even and I even read if it you've seen ago. the film, go back and and listen to the book or read it the is, book. I think it is it is funny because they are almost two entirely different thing. Only they, they are very different. They use yeah. similar words. It, it's like it's like um, uh, Big Hero Six, the and the film Disney did uh-huh. based on the Marvel comic book Big Hero Six. They are like it, they just took the names and the characters. That's it, and they're like. And we'll do whatever the hell we want now. Right, and I feel like Ready Player One also threw in a couple of extra characters that are like, oh, oh wait yeah. a minute, yeah, yeah. They they kind of they took it and they like like, like kind of stirred it <laughs> until you're like, I, think I hope it's we're not still... accidentally giving spoilers. I don't no, feel no, like we, we haven't we haven't said any spoiler yeah. things. But Unlike I mean, just AMC, the idea to know. Here's the thing. I my thought is just to know that there's a lot of differences between it and the book. Yeah, I feel like does not ruin the movie. No, it enhances it because that means that just even though you read the book. You could watch a movie the, and have just as much. The movie goes too experience. fast. Oh, yeah. it, it just you're like I. You have to see it again. It, it. So I saw somebody that was like they could have made three movies out of this, and oh, I think yeah. I think you could have, but no one's going to. That's fund that. exactly what I thought driving yeah. out. I was like, I, I wonder if I would have been. I liked it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I wonder if I would have been happier yeah. if it was done a little bit more like a Harry Potter. Even though I yeah. know that a movie was a book in and, Harry and Potter, I don't but, think. Spielberg had the attention, but you were saying that I am your Parzival. Right. And so if I'm trying to figure out what, what role I think I would be like, a 
Here's what I would be. I would be the farting guy in the pub. That, see, that's not true. You can actually build stuff. <laughs> you physically are erecting something in your backyard that your family can enjoy and yes, sit inside. I agree. You can wire this, and you have. I'm pointing to your studio. Yeah. You can run plumbing. I can do any of that. I get that. Those are actual skills. But not in a virtual world. Um, what depends saying. on how good the resolution is. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, I, like it's funny because I had this conversation with my younger son. He goes, dad i built a house and oh. i said i go where did you build this said house mm. out of legos mm. he goes no in minecraft uh, i said oh uh, exactly uh. and i said and he goes and he goes and i built a bed and a couch and i said i go okay and i was listening and everything yeah. and then um he goes J- jacob the older one goes jack he doesn't care <laughs> he knows and jack funny. looked at me and i go it's not that i don't care mm-hmm. right i like that yeah, you, you like it i like yeah. that you're doing it everything like that i said but if you want to impress me yeah. you find a way of translating what you learned in building a house in minecraft into the real world mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you could figure out like if you get out there and you're building that fort with me and yeah. you figure it out then then, I, then i'll be like damn that's impressive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I said, but I feel like uh, I feel like it's pretty easy to pick up building a house in Minecraft. Now, if there are <laughs> here's why. people listening it's to this block, right now going, block. it's really hard. No. You know what I mean? Then I <laughs> the things like, they can do. Now, there was one guy that made a working Stargate in Minecraft. That was impressive. The amount of time it took them. They, they showed you the, because the, there's all these and logic it switches. And you to a different world? I think so, but it, just within the yeah. thing, like over here to here. But the logic circuits, because the Stargate, in the universe of Stargate, you have to press these buttons, which spins a wheel, which locks in a chevron, which act, and you have to do seven of those, and then it activates the portal. The amount of coding that he had to do, and it's not real coding, it's connecting this digital line to this digital line and making this thing this color, that's that would be impressive. A bed. Yeah. I mean, he's what? He's six, right? And I feel like he just chose a bed and a couch, but he probably built the walls in a, of, a, of a house. <laughs> but I, I think I, I don't, I, th- I, I still don't, I think that's what I would be. I think I would be like the ancillary character mm-hmm. that you would just like, not not even somebody you'd pick up a side mission from. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would just be some guy who's walking by <laughs> and would You're say, not a quest what do you mean giver? you don't like rated R movies? And then, you know what I mean? Like, that would I be. I think you'd be the Easter egg that everybody wants. I, no, I, I don't can think see anybody that. would want it. I, I feel it. like people would find it and be like, yeah, all right. I well, I have the perfect game for you now Uh-oh. to to exercise this in our waning moments of our show. It's a game I came across today called One Hour One Life. Are you familiar? No. Oh, you're gonna love this game. So it's by a uh, one developer, one guy builds this game all by himself. And I want to pull up his name. It's John something. And if you know it, you know John Roher. R O H R E R. I don't do well. Oh, Jason Roher. I don't do well with with French names, and I apologize. So. Initially, it just looks like sketches, like 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 crayons, very simple things. And if you looked at someone playing it, you would think it looked like a really low res tablet game. So uh, you, you just kind of move the character around, and the background is very simple. Everything is is like flat, right? It's not even above ground; it's just flat. And so, what if you watch the little trailer? What he goes on to explain is that the the very first player to show up, the very first person to join the server, he's like, "We'll call them Eve." And he's like, "And here is the second player to show up in the game, and a baby just appears because Eve has achieved." the age in which you can spontaneously generate babies. That second player, and subsequently any player that wants to join the game, begins the game as an infant. And in the game, every minute marks one year of life. So if your character lives 60 minutes, they're 60 years old. So in the first five minutes of playing this game, you are an infant completely dependent on another random player in the game to parent you, feed you, clothe you, make sure you're warm if it's cold, keep you away from bears or whatever is in the area. It's a survival game. Because once you're old enough to fend for yourself, you can start pitching in around the the area. You can help collect uh, berries or help farm carrots or water the plants so that more berries will grow. Uh, As a young kid, you kind of can do whatever you want. But when you start to get old enough, you have to kind of pitch in in the civilization uh, and and help the the little network of people. But there are no rules. So if someone comes up and kills you, you die. That's it. If a rattlesnake finds you, you die. It says you've made it 31 years. 
you can restart as a new player or <laughs> quit playing altogether. And that's it. And collectively, you are surviving based on, you can do like, I think it's 10 characters of chat with each other as a grown up. As a child, you can do like two word, two characters at a time. No, yes, <laughs> please. And they name you. Your, your parents will name you. And that's the character name that you have for as long as that character can survive for up to an hour, maybe an hour and a half if they can live to be 90. Then here's the best part. What, you, what, can, what do you mean if you can live? Like if you survive, would, you could be, you can die. What would make you, could, you die? Is there starvation, a natural cause? Natural causes. Yeah, you'll eventually so if time you out. If you get older and you can't move and people don't bring you food, then you just... You'll just die. If it gets too cold, you'll die. If you starve, you'll die. If you're attacked by bears, you die. If someone else attacks you, you die. If there's poison nearby, you'll die. If, uh, yeah, if anything that can kill you in reality can kill you within this game. But, but then here's the best part is that every week Jason upgrades the game to the next tier of civilization and collectively all of the players on the server are trying to achieve that level uh, of, uh, of what needs to happen next. So this week it's horses. He introduced horses to the game. And so collectively all of the server, all the people serving are trying to rein in horses and train horses and build stables and use horses and ride around the towns on horses. The game's only been out since February. <laughs> this is brilliant. And then over time in the preview, he'll show you that he that they were going somewhere. He's like, this is all the beginning. And eventually he showed you just briefly a little section with a road and cars on it. And then he walked into a futuristic city where there are robots. So who knows how many iterations he has planned and how many things he has planned to do it. But it is a like a social experiment in which all of the players are working together to raise the civilization stakes. And I watched uh, some Twitch of this today as a guy was in a village kind of helping out and doing things and then made it over to a new village and just someone came up to him and went, hey, and then stabbed him. And that was it. <laughs> you can't find the guy again. You can't warn anybody in your town. Hey, there's a murderer in your town. That guy can just wait till no one else is on the screen and just kill him. And that's it. I then waited or watched as he saw someone else murder somebody and he tried to have an argument with them and they tried to explain, no, 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 he killed my daughter. I was killing him so he would stop killing more people. <laughs> and to, to fight back, he grabbed all the weapons in the town and tried to run away with him. He was nine years old! <laughs> I am fascinated. One this. hour, one life. <laughs> And I can watch people twitch this? Yeah, do it right now. I wonder if that would be more interesting uh, than than playing it. Yeah, I, it's a $20 game. I think it's a beautiful game to support uh, these sort of social experiments. I would absolutely and buy it just to support it. I recommend it pretty strongly. And the mute, oh, and then all and the sound effects. It in it. No, I just watched him play. The sound effects are just him going, bloop, 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 bloop. All right, so here I mom, got mom. one hour, one life. Here's uh, Baby Rage. Baby rage. Let's see. Did you jump on a Twitch? Oh, wow. You know, uh, this is what I like about you. Instant gratification. During the uh, weekdays here, so. Oh, he oh, died. died. Got to call it a night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. This is why you don't just randomly jump onto Twitch. <laughs> So check it out. I recommend it. Uh, it looks pretty great. It, it, like what I, I forgot to mention within the Super Adventure Box earlier, all the sound effects in that game have been replaced with old school jumping sounds. Whoop, boop, 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 boop. And then this, it has it's a naked lady with a baby. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you start naked because you're naked in this game. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the baby just walked away. If you don't take care of the baby, it'll die. And sometimes you have to let the babies die. Oh. Oh, these are. Oh, they just quit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at this. <laughs> Twitch is hard. Yeah. All right. Well, that was. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love. I love the idea of that social experiment type stuff. Mm -hmm. I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, enjoy and, it. and collective, like complete strangers, and you don't know what to trust. And and it's as in a, a player, sense, it's a it's a living situation. Uh, exactly. Civilization that keeps yeah. going. And and because the procedural, it's a procedurally generated universe. I think it said something like it would take twenty seven years to actually. Can I play this on it. my PlayStation? No, it's on the PC only. Boo. Boo. My Mac. Uh, I don't know the answer to that question. Possibly. Go to onehouronelife.com. .com. Instead of the Twitch where people just end as soon as they start watching. They knew. They, they knew. all planned they're, they're, it. Guys, they're here. <laughs> quit. Just right. quit. Don't even die. Quit. <laughs> I don't have go, time to die. Go, go, go. I'm a baby. Beep.
Egon! Uh, all right, that was our show. Don't forget, speaking of Twitch, go to Kevin's uh, twitch.tv slash the Kevin Miller. How many followers are you up to now? We're near to 900, actually. Are last you I looked. Kidding? Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. Close. Congrats, yeah, man. Thank you, thank you. That's incredible. That's what we want. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, let's see what Justin... Uh, comedy jerk is that <laughs> i think you're at nine uh, and i'm one of them <laughs> that's probably you're probably i right. almost unfollowed you because nope. you keep showing up in my feed <laughs> i'm follow i have five followers oh you're down to five yeah, down uh, to i'm five. sorry so people have unfollowed evidently you. when you don't do things people leave that's <laughs> weird that takes a lot because i did unf- i almost unfollowed you and then i was like well if he ever decides to twitch i'm gonna want to know really is I- that I don't know what I would twitch, though. Someday. Christian started twitching. You can see him in Ovation Pictures. So people would appreciate it if, if whenever I'm playing Assassin's Creed... He- oh, yeah. ...and I just threw on my Twitch. Absolutely. Then people would be like, you would, oh, People would love it. All right. Do that. I'll try and do so it. So follow Justin at Justin Comedy because Jerk. I could do that on my PS4. Yes, you can. And I could just play, and if I have my headset put on... put your headset in. You need your headset to talk me. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then they do chat questions come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on the sidebar of the screen. It's all a good way to close the show. I love this way to close the show. All right. We also have to talk about the other things. My aunt is still looking to get rid of these kittens. All right. I need some people to email me. Somebody, please take these effing kittens off my aunt's hand. Have mercy, people that live in the San Leandro area. Uh, and then also, Kevin and I want to enjoy cigars and whiskey mm-hmm. uh, as yeah. a post-show ritual, but uh, we don't really want to pay for it. So <laughs> if you could, uh, if you go to getkevinandjustinsmoking.com, is it biz? I biz. think so. Yeah, biz. Uh, dot biz. Then from there, you can donate money through PayPal only mm-hmm. or yep. Patreon or only or our GoFundMe only. <laughs> yeah. Or Kickstarter only. Yep. Uh, and you just what it is, is you just chip in. If everybody chips in a hundred bucks, we can get some. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to pay a nine year old Cuban boy to <laughs> keister illegal Cuban cigars and then bring them here to you, Southern you California. You made it through the whole show without anything terrible. And then this. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> You don't like Cuban cigars? <laughs> uh, also, Justin's uh, kid had his first tooth taken out, yeah. so if you could send some quarters to him, that would be great. That would be great. He's uh, losing his teeth. Uh, make sure you write your initials on every quarter that you send because we're making a mural, yep. and the more murals we can make, the more puppies we save. Yeah, I also agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, uh, it may be, um, <laughs> contact lenses. Very important. <laughs> And so what we're trying to do is we're we're trying to get contact lenses for those who only have different colored eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a very it, important cause. It's a very important cause that Kevin and I are very big into. Uh, so people, some people out there are tragically born with one green eye and one blue eye. Yeah. And what Kevin and I do is we find them, uh, you know, colored. Two red eyes. Yes. Yeah. Colored contacts. So the, and we go red. Did we go through that whole song? Yeah, I That's think you hilarious. made it through the whole That's song. Funny. That was good. Uh, we go through. <laughs> we get them colored eyes so that their their eyes match. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do red. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also done on very rare occasions where we will match a green to a green yeah. or a blue to blue, but preferably we like to make everybody red because otherwise. It's just not good enough PR for our charity. Yeah, yeah. We, they need to know it because we actually write their name at the top of every lens. Yeah. So when you're looking deep into their eyes, you see Justin, yeah. Kevin. We can also send messages to your loved ones in your eyes if you want. <laughs> um, that kind of stuff. They just have to be uh, able to read in mirror. Yep. To see to see more about that, you just go to uh, our website that we registered at cnn.com. There it is. That's us. And uh, click on all the ads there because like, we get a, we get a few ducats every time, <laughs> every time you do that. You click on an ad at cnn.com. <laughs> all right. Uh, on behalf of the Kevin Miller.com, just Justin Wardrop saying, <gasps> okay, okay, bye. bye.